This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today is a very special episode. This is the Welcome Back, Bree episode. Are you ready? We're back. All right, <laughs> let's start off with Pop Up the Bottle. Okay, Bree. So it's been a while. We've missed you. It's been eight weeks. Listeners, we are back full swing. Um, as you know, I was pregnant. I am no longer pregnant. Eight weeks ago, I gave birth to baby Elizabeth and I documented it as much as I could. Like I told you I was going to. Um, the birth process was, I don't think anyone can prepare you for, but it happened and it's over. And I have a lot to share with you guys. Oh, I can't wait for some of these stories. I've been waiting. I've been, I've seen Brie a bunch uh, in between and uh, I've been trying to not ask too many questions so I could be authentic on the podcast. Uh, so what do you want to share, Brie? Well, like I said, we did record, um, like I was like that Sunday, we had our little um, episode. I drank my pineapple juice punch, whatever. And my water broke Sunday evening at like 6.30. And um, it is, mine was kind of like the movies. I know everybody, like most people say when their water breaks, it's kind of like a trickle and they think you peed on yourself. No, mine was a gush. There was a lots of gushes of fluid coming out and I didn't know what to do. And I was mad because I just ordered Chinese food and I was hungry and I had to go to the hospital. Did you get to, oh, there she is. Did you get to eat any of that uh, food in the hospital at all? Um, I ate the Chinese food before I went to the hospital. I realized, I, like, after the initial onset of panic, I was like, um, I have time. I have at least 18 hours before I have to be at the hospital and they yell at me. So we went and got the Chinese food. I ate it. I showered. We finished packing our bags. I even went by my job to get my laptop because I was like, okay, I won't be at work for a little while. So <laughs> I was like, just in case we want to watch movies at the, in the hospital room. And then as we were driving, I was recording when we checked in, I recorded and like everything seemed very peaceful and calm. And we were just waiting for her arrival. If uh, memory serves me correctly, when my wife was, uh, when her water broke with the first child, so with Andre, I think she got her nails done <laughs> before going to the hospital after her. I was going to do that, but it was so late. Like literally don't ever try to plan your birth. Uh, she came exactly at 38 weeks. So my water broke at 37 and six that week I had planned to work. And then the next week when I was 39 weeks, I had planned to get my hair done. Like I was going to get a weave put in. I was going to get my nails done. I was going to get a massage. Like I had all this stuff planned to like be me time. And guess what happened? She decided to just kick all that to the side. So when you see this video, my hair looks a mess. My nails are not done. I am not like fully mentally prepared to give birth, but I don't think anything can prepare you. No, no. So uh, did anything funny happen? Uh, wait, so actually before we can go there, tell me about Michael throughout the whole thing. So he was pretty good. So those of you what? that know my husband. Wait, give him, a, he, give him a grade, A to F. How did he do? A to F. Well, then you need to do categories. <laughs> okay, all right, let's break like, it down. Support wise, mm -hmm. he was an A. 
Mm -hmm. um, actually trying to give the support completely, he was probably like a B because he himself does not like bodily fluids and <laughs> did not do the best. He um, had to sit down and the nurses and the doctors were concerned about him during the delivery process because he almost fainted. <laughs> so he tried. And that's why I said, you give him an A for trying. Was it an E for effort? That's what he got. Yeah, uh, I, this reminded me of our friend Jim, who is like this big buff dude, looks like Captain America. You show that guy a needle, he basically turns white and passes out. He turns oh whiter God. and passes out. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Uh, and okay. I know Jim, and I just can't see that. But I can see that a lot of people are afraid of stuff like that. Yeah, actually, my brother, too. My brother, you know, also kind of this macho guy, pretty fit, tall, and does Muay Thai and all stuff. And uh, <laughs> he got a blood blister on his big toe. And I popped it for him, and uh, he almost went down like a tauntaun in star oh. wars <laughs> i had to lay him down put his legs up everything so yeah you never know um all right so an a for support and b for actual delivery of said support okay not bad not bad yeah. michael so a, did you know, a minus b plus overall good all right any other categories to go into the grading oh, um no i don't think so <laughs> i think i think that was it because like my experience um, is not as bad as other people, but like I said, um, it wasn't as smooth and no one could prepare you. So I tried to do natural. I didn't want any medication at all. I was having a lot of back labor. And so they had to give me Pitocin because my water broke, or that's what the doctors, the nurses told me because of the doctor ordered it. So those of you that know what Pitocin is, it is a synthetic um, version of oxytocin which your body naturally makes oxytocin when you're in labor and pretty much oxytocin helps with the labor process, helps with contractions. It's what you have when you're bonding with your baby. So you wanna make that naturally. So when you're doing a natural birth, you produce enough that you can contract, your cervix will dilate, it will you know, thin out where that way you're able to push the baby through. Well, because my water broke, there's only a certain amount of time before infection sets in. So they wanted to get her out at uh, this point in time. I was already at the hospital. I was dilated a little bit, but not that much, but I was like 70 to 80% of face, which means it was thinning, which is a good thing. So they gave me the Pitocin. With the Pitocin, I got sick. So the contractions were like three minutes apart. So I was having back labor, which back contractions, like pretty much the worst back pain ever. Plus I was vomiting. So then I was oh. having like abdominal spasms from the vomit and I shut down because I just felt like I couldn't do it anymore because it was just so much pain going everywhere. And with natural labor, you have to stay in a certain zone. And as long as you can stay in that zone, I feel like anyone could do it because it's only the pain is only for a certain amount of time. But with me vomiting one minute and then the contraction happened the next minute, there was no break for me. So I broke down, got the epidural, which was the best thing in my life because <laughs> I pretty much made it to about four centimeters. As soon as I got the epidural, I went from four to a 10 within two hours. Like my body was ready for this yeah. baby to come out. Yeah, and uh, so good. sorry. She, on the other hand, I don't know was, was <laughs> if she was that ready, 
So I was pushing, I was pushing. I really didn't push that long. I pushed about 20 minutes, but she all of a sudden just kind of popped out. And then when she popped out, she tore me. So I have third, I had a third degree tear, which if you've had a baby, you understand what that means. Like you get like one degree, a slight tear, one degree, second degree, but third and fourth degree tears are like the worst. So that means it pretty much tears your entire peritoneum. Oh, sorry, I've had vodka. Let's mind you, yes, I'm drinking again because I can't breastfeed, but that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> I was like, your perineum area. So from my pretty much vagina hole down towards my asshole this is the best way I can describe it. It was torn. They had that's to sew me back term, right? up. Her little collarbone had a fracture in it from coming out. And that was, and she was blue when she came out. So a lot happened during the birth thing. And then all that resolved. We thought we're in the clear. We're getting ready to go up to mom, baby. I go to stand up to go to the bathroom and I faint. They don't know why. They think it could be the fact that I was anemic. It could be my blood pressure dropped. Couldn't tell you. So they laid me back down. And then I went to get up and go to the bathroom again. I made it to the bathroom. We we're all excited. And then I faint on the toilet. <laughs> because I, had, I was like, well, damn. So then they put me back in the bed. Um, apparently, Michael said I fainted three times. But I, like I said, I don't remember any of it. I just remember being like, why am I passing out? This is not normal. So I ended up staying in labor and delivery for a longer period of time than most women. After that, it pretty much kind of calm down with me now with her on the other hand we had a whole nother mess to go through which we will talk about that would be the next couple of sessions that I go through now that I have experienced them with little babies um and then I'm going to talk about some of the stuff I experienced with myself and some of the future podcasts but the whole birthing process was a treat people ask me if I want to do it again I say yes even though all that happened to me I would like one more and I can't wait to like share more with you guys. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, I spared you the gory details of the actual birth. Plus I was in labor and I wasn't even thinking about y'all honestly, but I thought about y'all afterwards, <laughs> after everything calmed down. So if you go into uh, delivery again, are you going to get the epidural? Are, are you going to stall? I'm going to attempt natural again. Oh, uh, you are? Okay. Yeah. My wife didn't Hopefully do it the my first water time. Doesn't break. First one that is why, because I don't want the pitocin. The pitocin, I think, is what threw me over the edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised you fainted. I mean, a you delivered a child. <laughs> B you had a fissure. Uh, C you've got all these crazy hormones going on. D Michael's got a B minus. <laughs> just kidding. You got a B plus. I know, just I'm just teasing. <laughs> so uh, I was gonna say, yeah. So Juliana, uh, first one, uh, she did natural. She, you know, she uh, was a trooper and did it. And then for Sophie, she was like, no, I'm getting the, <laughs> I'm getting the epidural on my. She didn't think twice, and she was like, thank God I did that. And I will say that's a hard decision to make because like I want to do natural because like my mom did it natural mm -hmm. and I want to actually experience what that high feels like. That could just be me just being like whatever of the natural, like oxytocin, that natural high. 
But let me tell you, after I got the epidural, I slept the rest of those two hours. There was, I did not feel one contraction. I didn't feel anything. And when I was pushing, I couldn't even feel like they're like, push, push hard. I'm like, I don't, you know how you can have a focal like, point when you can feel your tell. legs, mm -hmm. your vagina, couldn't feel anything. So I was like, I think I'm pushing. I don't know if I'm doing it or not. Like it was the easiest process for me because of the, and my um, anesthesiologist or she, um, or I think, I don't know if it was the, no, I think it was a nurse anesthetist or a PA, one or the other. They were amazing. She was, I like, it's because of her that I had the best experience with my epidural. Mm. I've had other women say that um, theirs were not, it was yeah. so nice. Like, right. Juliana was I not, I could not imagine that. Yeah, Juliana was not thrilled with the, uh, the epidural lady. I, I guess, I don't know if she was a PA, I'm not sure. Um, but she, <laughs> she was very blunt with my wife and just like, sit up straight. Do you have scoliosis? She's like starting to diagnose my wife's back. I have scoliosis. And I was like, whatever, just give me the injection. Give me the drugs. Yeah. It's pretty much how I felt at the end. I was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I need my epidural. And then they're like, oh, it's going to be about 30 minutes. I was like, I don't know if I can wait 30 more minutes. And then I was like talking to my sister-in-law and stuff. And she said that she had to wait two hours because they had went in with a c-section and i was like oh lord i don't think i would have died i'd have died yeah that, my wife was terrified of having a c-section luckily we did not have to do that i've got a bunch of funny stories too i'd like to share about uh <laughs> juliana's delivery um maybe i've told some of these before i don't think so uh so one that <laughs> one of the things that was so funny to me is juliana sitting there um bottomless right and there's like you know, nurses in there, physicians and stuff. And we're all just standing around. She's just, you know, bombless, which I expected. But then she's like, like a hospital gown on. And when it was time for delivery, the doc comes in. He's like, all right, let's go. He slaps his hands and he goes over and just like, unbuttons her shirt. Just boom. I'm like, oh, there's my wife in a room with like eight people just completely naked. Like, yep. <laughs> it just seemed like a little gratuitous. I, mean, I get you want to like put the baby on her breast and everything, but it was just like, whoa, I didn't expect that. <laughs> so I, I thought that was kind of funny. You lose all modesty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I had already prepared for this because I did like labor and delivery high-risk pregnancy in the past. So like when I was, I had like this little sports bra on and I had no gown on the whole time. They tried to put me in a gown the first and I was like, I can't wear this. I just took it off. And I was like, I'm just pretty much naked yep. with this sports bra on. Everybody's, everyone that's been in this room has already seen my vagina at least once. Mm -hmm. So, or you're going to see it at least once. So I <laughs> don't care. <laughs> so uh, you guys were in Naples at the Burley Hospital, right? It's the only place in Naples, I believe, right? Uh, so NCH. Yeah, uh, yeah. Up in Immokalee right there, right? Yeah. So uh, it's cold in there, right? It was freezing. I don't think it was that cold. I mean, well, I don't you know, were going through a roller coaster. A opinion, but you gotta think, yeah. I had drugs. Yeah. I had the like contractions, and I was like, I was busy, so you know, it probably felt amazing to me. So I don't know if Michael was cold or not. Yeah. So this is observation number two that is kind of comical. So I'm in there, right? And it's like the dude is like an afterthought, right? Which I get that, but um. <laughs> So we're in there, we're, we're doing an overnight there and I'm freezing. I should have brought a blanket in there. So I asked for a blanket. They gave me just like a top sheet, like a thin little sheet. 
I was like shivering all night. I'm not allowed to sleep next to her. I'd sleep on that little the cot, uncomfortable yeah. quote unquote futon. It's like one of those college, you know, <laughs> plasticky type futons. It was super uncomfortable. And uh, I shivered all night. And I remember in the morning, um, like someone came in and asked my wife, okay, what do you want for breakfast? And she orders. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take uh, an English muffin. And like, mm-hmm. and she wrote down and <laughs> brought my wife the food and brought me nothing. And <laughs> she's just, she's like, yeah, you, you don't count. <laughs> it's not about the husband. <laughs> I know, but I, I don't <laughs> know. I thought, I thought I could get like a muffin or something. <laughs> no. Our nurses, I will say, if Michael asked for water, they went and got his water for him, even though, like, you know, it was nice. They took care of him. Like, they, like, filled up his water. When I when they filled up my water, they asked him if he needed anything. Yeah. Of course, dietary didn't ask him if he wanted something because he wasn't on the bill. So <laughs> insurance was not going to yeah. cover his meal. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. Like, they're not, they're not waitresses, but I was like, I'll pay for some food. <laughs> That doesn't work that way. Bring me a muffin, please. (laughs) Yeah. Overcharge me. Do what you got to do. Yeah. And so the third thing, um, I'm pretty sure I told this in one previous episode. So uh, I'm kind of the opposite, Mike. Like, I wasn't afraid of some fluids and stuff. You know, sort of my physical therapy nerdy brain was, like, really interested in, like, witnessing the whole thing. And uh, through the process, the nurse knew, found out that I was a a physical therapist. And I was like, yeah, I really want to see the baby's head crowning. And Juliana was like, uh-uh, you're not, no. Because she's heard stories. Once the husband sees it, they'll never look at the wife the same. And I was <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like that. And which I'm not. Um, so anyways, the nurse knew. It was like, I want to see. And my wife didn't want me to see. So this is what's going on. So my wife is, you know, about to deliver. I'm holding, like, against my arm, you know, in my arms, against my chest, one of her legs. Her mom's on the other side, holding the other leg. And the baby starts to crown. And the nurse is like, hey, Chris, look, right? So she, I turned my head to look down and, and my wife must have felt my body move enough that she was like, no. And she just took her foot and slapped my face. She like slapped me with the bottom of her foot. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse started dying loud. She's like, I've never seen anything like that before. So, I was laughing because like, <laughs> that's when, when Michael had to sit down in his chair to be like, petted while I was delivering the baby. Um, the doctor looked up and goes, oh, she's here. Does the husband want to cut the clamp the cord or cut the cord? I said, no, he don't. Just do it. <laughs> I was like, do not worry about him. You're giving him enough attention right now. <laughs> uh, poor Michael. Sorry, right. we're all a little bit different. We are all different. I just know <laughs> next time we are going to be better prepared. So there's going to be a next time, huh? Are we sure? I said I would have another baby. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're done. We're officially done at two. I think two is a good number. Mm -hmm. Good. So, I mean, do you want to get into how she's doing? Or you want to save that for some other episodes? We will talk about that. I mean, she's great, y'all. I mean, there's nothing like there's nothing wrong. But she did have a couple of things that happened, which by the way, you need to read your insurance bills because I found out a couple of things after the fact that they didn't tell me in the hospital mm. about her. So always read your paperwork, please. It gives yes. you a good idea of what's going on with your child and why this is happening, why stuff makes sense. Um, but yeah, 
we will we'll have a couple of episodes where I'll discuss like she had jaundice she um like I said she had the fractured collarbone she um was losing weight and like we had to like completely do formula because she went from eight pounds nine ounces to seven pounds in like a week and which is not good so we will talk all about that in the next upcoming weeks but we just wanted to let y'all know we did not just stop our podcast we are still here we are very much so alive and we're going to keep going and i will tell you about what i'm drinking because i'm already back on mommy's diet never off of a diet so i'm back on my kettle one with the cucumber mint i feel like it's always my summer drink even though we're going into thanksgiving but this with club soda is my go-to for a diet because i'm back on keto and it's because it's zero carbs by the way i've discovered an amazing drink that i made up one day by accident it's kettle one uh coconut water like legit coconut water too, not that, that box stuff. The stuff, the harmless coconut water, it's really good. And then a splash of that shipwreck coconut cream. Oh my God, it's amazing. I'll make you one. I don't really like coconut. All right, so I, I won't make you one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she is. She's in my arms right now. Mom of the year over here. Well, okay. So, um, anything else you want to talk about right now? I think that's it. We just wanted to introduce you to her. Her name is Elizabeth. We call her Ellie or Elizabeth most of the time. Um, but she's here. Y'all will see pictures on Instagram. Like I said, as soon as we figure out how to upload the video, y'all will get to see my birth story. I, I hadn't even watched it since I recorded it. So I might need to, you know, watch it, make sure we can bleep out some stuff because I don't know if I cuss at all. Um, which I don't care because I cuss on here. So yeah. I don't think it really matters. But for Instagram yeah. purposes, it's a little different. Um, if and we then any- we will see y'all next week because we can talk about, we'll get back on our regular programming with like our games, the good news of the day, the restaurants, and just message us on Instagram or our email and let us know if there's anything that y'all want to hear. Instagram is underscore poppin underscore bottles. And um, don't forget to look at Dr. Chris's page on, and his YouTube is up, right? Mm-hmm. Tell him what yeah. YouTube is. Yeah, it's, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's just, uh, oh God, I don't even remember. I think it's YouTube backslash C backslash Diamond Physiotherapy. It's, you know, it's a weird handle, so I'll put that in the show notes. But yeah, we, do... and we might just put the video on the YouTube until we can figure out how to work Instagram. Instagram is so damn confusing, let me tell you. Well, I was going to say, if we have any good uh, video guys out there in the uh, the audience listening, we could use a little help putting together some of this video because I'm good with audio, but I'm not good with video. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, just and email me. Email me. Chris at dynamicnaples.com. All right, Bree. So I guess that wraps this one up. Uh, we will resume our normal uh, podcasting as of next week. This has been Poppin' Bottles. You didn't tell everybody what you were drinking. I'm drinking the same. Well, vodka water. Vodka splash water. Vodka splash water. We're both mm-hmm. on diets. I'm always <laughs> on a constant diet. And like today, I want to break down and eat like I wanted to. That's another reason why I want to get pregnant again, because I could eat whatever I wanted. But that's another day and another time. But we will talk to y'all soon. We missed you.
All right. Until next week. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days, no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetcheck.com and use the code DPT20.